Hello and welcome to On Leading. I'm Riley Mills, Communication and Program Manager for MHS Association. And as indicated by you hear my voice right now, your podcast host. On Leading is a series of conversations that explore what leadership in health and human service organizations really looks like, how to be authentic in all we do, how compassion, humility, humor, and grace all play a role in our work. We hope that these perspectives on leadership further inspire you and connect you with our Anabaptist community. Everence Financial is pleased to support MHS Association and the leaders it serves. We help your organization thrive with services to advance your mission and values. Hi, Randy. Thank you so much for joining us today on On Leading. We're so glad to have you with us. So can you tell me who you are, what you do? My name is Randy Klaus. I'm the Senior Vice President for Finance of MHS. This is a retirement job for me. I think the important thing about having a retirement job is that it's something you really love to do. And I love to keep track of money. Although that's that's different than saying I love money because I don't really think I do. What I really love is numbers. I was a math major rather than an accounting major in college. And I just, I, I my mind just works in numbers. I, I do sums and calculations in my head and I do, and I'm always just playing around with numbers and there's something sort of satisfying mathematically about producing financial statements where all the numbers just click and everything adds up and everything's just perfect. So it's it's been a very good uh, part-time retirement job for me. So having a mind for numbers as a math major, were you anticipating going into finance or did you have other ambitions? No, I, I was actually actually uh, trained as a teacher at Goshen College. And when I uh, got out into the real world and started looking, there just were not a lot of teaching jobs available. And what happened was there was an ad in the newspaper for a local bank. They wanted somebody to uh, become an internal auditor. And they wanted somebody who knew something about computers, but not too much about them because they didn't want to pay a great deal necessarily. But I answered that and I uh, became what they used to call an EDP auditor at a at a local bank. And that's how I got into uh, internal audit. And I've spent half my career in internal audit positions and half in other finance positions, CFO sorts of things. So I think that one interesting thing about what you do here is that you are... I I would consider you to be part of a fairly rare subset of person that enjoys numbers because I personally am not number minded. And so that is a challenge when I'm trying to understand, you know, some of those different key components to what our, you know, annual report is looking like or a budget is looking like, what what's a good number, what's a bad number. So in your experience, have you had a challenge in trying to communicate or how do you communicate numbers to people who aren't math minded? Oh, it definitely is a challenge, especially in, in some settings. I, For example, in church, I've been on finance committee or treasurer or something at, at our church for 25 years. 
And I know there are people like board members, elders, as, as soon as there are two or more numbers on a page, their eyes kind of glaze over and they have trouble dealing with it. It doesn't always take very much. So uh, we explain, uh, be repetitive sometimes and try and break things down into the into the components, into the smallest segments to try and help people understand what's going on. So yeah, definitely there are, uh, definitely you'll run into people who don't uh, care about numbers or are frightened of them in some way. And clearly you're not frightened at all because even in retirement, you are working. So, or is retirement in quotes if you're still working? I'm not really sure. Well, I don't know. I work, I average 12 hours a week. So, you know, uh, that's why I consider a retirement job. It's it's great because I, I get to work remotely and I get to set my own hours. So I don't know if you call it semi-retirement or not, but I, I consider myself retired because I, I'm in pretty much control of my time and what I do and when I do it and all that sort of thing. Were you looking for a retirement job? If you would have asked me before I retired what I wanted to do in retirement, I, I would have said I wouldn't mind keeping the books for a small company or small business of some kind. Well, I, I have one more question for you, and I think it's one that many people early in their career get often, but I'm not sure that it's asked in retirement necessarily. So where do you see yourself in five years, Randy? In five years? Uh, I In five years, I ho hope to be retired, busy, but in more of a volunteer role than, than an employed role. Uh, I Usually, I end up being treasurer of any organization I'm with, and I would like to continue some of that in in things that I'm interested in, in various organizations. But uh, so I hope to keep busy, but there again, in control of my own time. And why don't you ask me now? Is there one lesson that I've learned, Randy? Is there one lesson that you've learned throughout your career? Yes, I think so. I think. The one thing that I've learned is it's it's not necessarily important that you never make a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes and it's not necessary to do everything perfect. What really matters is how you fix your mistakes. Whoever you're dealing with will appreciate that. And it's going to be simpler for everybody in the long run. Absolutely. That is wonderful advice, Randy. I really appreciate you sitting down and talking with me today on meeting very good. Bye, Randy.